I'm James Donaldson, and you're either streaming or listening to DadX65.com. You go to our website, DADAT65.com, find out everything that we have to offer, great stories, great videos, and learn more about what Dad at 65 is. First of all, if you've never listened to the show or watched the show, it's about a very handsome man at the age of 65 becomes a father all over again. And now it's eight years later, he's a little older, and his beautiful son, which will be on soon, Aaron, is now eight. I mean, I don't even look 65 when I was 65, right? Well, maybe you should just listen to the podcast so you don't have to worry about that. Um, also, I've got a lot of emails. Now, people always say, what's a lot? One, two? Well, let's put it this way. A lot is more than five, but less than 50. And the emails ask us where they can stream the show because a lot of people listen to the podcast and they don't know, realize they can stream the show. So you go to our website, dadat65.com, and it's got all the platforms where you could listen or see us. So just go to the website. Also, if you want to email me, it's james at dadat65.com. And I love your emails. I don't answer them, but I don't know. I like to read them. It gives me something to do at night, sitting there reading the emails. Okay, I enjoy it. Uh, today's guest is superstar, Grammy Award winner, Denise Williams. Actually, if you are streaming the show, you can see you're in my music room. And I think it's apropos because Denise is going to be on the show. You've got all my instruments behind me. You can't see it. So you got to stream the show. Um, and we're going to talk to Denise about uh, life on the road. You know, she had four children going on the road, four kids, taking the kids, leaving them home. We're going to talk to my Aaron about when I had to travel. You know, when I had to go do a movie, I'd be away for a long time. Also with my older kids, I was gone a lot, um, traveling, doing movies. But one thing I always tried to do is try to be home for my son's soccer game, my daughter's uh, dance recitals, and my father was always traveling also. But my father always tried to be home on the weekends. Actually, he was my first little league coach. And if you listen to episode number one, you know you don't want your father as a little league coach. Uh, not a good idea. Not a, it's better to be a fan. I mean, this weekend, uh, Aaron had a soccer game. I'm good. I'm a fan. I'm yelling. I'm screaming. Um, I don't think uh, he'd want me as his coach. And when my father was the coach, the problem was uh, most of the kids, you know, leave the game. They forget about it. I went home with the coach and we lost every single game. So it was never that pleasant for me. Um, also, I want to remind everybody that's... Uh, for December, you got to get a Christmas gift. I know it's not December yet, but Christmas is coming up. So, you know, I've got a suggestion for you. There's a new book coming out. It's called Unlocking the Secrets of Successful Parenthood, written by me. That's right. And it's the perfect gift. You can get it on Amazon. I think it's going to be on pre-selling Amazon in November or through our website or through my personal appearances, which uh, I don't do. Um, I'd love to do them. You know what I should do for personal parents? I'll just ring on people's doorbells, you know, carrying the books, you know. I'm James Douglas, this is my new book. Can I come in and do a presentation? Yeah, I, I got nothing else to do, except, you know, during my day, of course, I've got to take Aaron to school. I got to pick him up. I take a nap. Got to help him do his homework, take him to soccer, take him to tennis, take him to coding class. Other than that, I, I have so much free time. Um, we're going to talk to Aaron about how he feels when I traveled. Um, 
because I know he missed me because, you know, I would always call home. And but I got I got to tell you a couple stories about uh, first one about Denise. Um, a lot of people know who Denise is. A lot of people don't know who Denise is. I mean, they know her music, but if they met her, if I introduce you as, you know, Denise, Denise, you know, oh, hey, I knew Denise. Uh, my son's uh, fifth birthday party, Denise was invited with her grandson. They came to the party and, uh, you know, the lights go down, everybody sings happy birthday and everybody's videotaping, you know. And I don't understand why they're videotaping because it's my son's birthday. What, what do they want to videotape with my son? Blowing out the candles, making a wish. Uh, but one of the people at the party went home with it, da, 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 calls me, says, you had Denise Williams at your party singing happy birthday? I said, yeah, she's a friend of mine. And I thought, okay, I'll play along. I said, next year, uh, we got Paul McCartney. All of a sudden, Aaron became one of the most popular kids at school because everybody wanted to come to his party, which reminds me of another story. My daughter, she was, uh, I think she was eight or nine, and I couldn't be for her birthday party. I felt terrible. So I thought we'd do something special, hired a lookalike celebrity to come to the party. Uh, so I hired a lookalike Madonna. First of all, when you hire a lookalike, they're supposed to look like the person. So anyways, the lookalike comes to the door. I'm not there, rings the doorbell. First of all, everybody thought she was just another mother coming to drop a kid off for the party, but didn't have a kid. Um, and then she started singing Material Girl out of tune. Um, and they didn't even know who she was. See, that's another thing. If you're gonna have a celebrity lookalike come to a party, make sure the kids know who that person is. All right, we're gonna bring uh, Aaron in because we're gonna talk to Aaron about uh, life on the road, how he felt when I used to have to travel. Um, I know he liked a little bit because you know when I was gone, there was always a gift. There's always a light at the end of the rainbow. You know what I mean? Daddy's gone. What did he bring me? So we're gonna bring Aaron in. We're gonna talk to Aaron. Aaron? Yeah. Uh, you know what we're going to talk about today? What? You don't know, do you? Okay, we're going to talk about life on the road. When I say life on the road, how it affected you when I used to travel. You remember you, Daddy used to have to go away on business? Yeah. And how did you feel? Were you happy that I left? No. You were sad? You mean you were sad? I was happy. You were happy. <laughs> but I called you every day, right? Yeah. But you didn't pick up. What was that all about? <laughs> No, no, I could call you every day, but I haven't traveled in a long time, actually. Um, I think the last time I went to Europe, went to Cannes, was two years ago. And I remember I called you every day because I FaceTimed you. Yeah, I remember and that. You remember that? And you used to always ask me for something. What did you ask me for? I don't know. I don't know either, but it, I think it was maybe bring you back something from the trip. Yeah. And I looked very hard to get you a gift because I wanted to get something special because I know you said to me, no airport gifts. So, I mean, I really had to go to a store to look. Now, we're talking about me going on the road. What happens if you had to go on the road and left your daddy? I know I'd miss you. First of all, where would you go if you went on the road? Where would you want to go? California. California, which we've gone how many times? 27. 27 times, probably uh, you're correct. Could have been more. Um, I went with you a few I times. Counted. You, you I counted. You counted. And it's two. One, two. That I went twice and you went 27 times? No. What are you talking about? 
What are you talking about? What you talking about? What are you talking about? I have no idea. I'm talking to you. You said you went to California 27 times. Yeah, one, two, three. 27 times. But most of the times you went without me. Yeah. And uh, did you miss me? Yes. Did you call me every single day and tell me how much you love me? One not. Yes, you did. And see, that's the great thing about traveling is how much you, you realize how much you really miss a person. Even though you're with that person every single day, which I'm with Erin every single day. Yeah. And you want to know something? When you're away, I miss you. Yeah. I mean, some days I go, do I have to do this all over again? But that's it. I miss you. And I'm assuming you miss me too, right? Yes. Right. Um, but you know what would even be better if we go on trips together? Yes. Yeah. Where do you want to go? Utah. Utah. I never thought you'd say Utah. Some of the things that I miss when I'm on the road is not being with you, obviously. Uh, not having our meals together because I have breakfast with you and dinner every night. Um, so that's the kind of things that I would miss on the road. What things would you miss on the road? The same exact things. Exactly the same thing. You would miss me, you mean having breakfast together? Yeah. Having dinner together? Yeah. You have, you miss me saying, do your homework, do your homework, do your homework. Oh, no, I really don't want you to do that. Okay, okay. But that's something I do every day. Yeah. That, see, you got to understand, that's the daddy's job. Yes. You understand that. I only do that because I love you. It's not because I'm being mean. You understand that? Yeah. Okay. Because, you know, one day I'm going to tell you something very funny. What? Something my parents used to tell me when I was a little boy your age. One day, Jimmy, that's what they said, you will grow up and have your own family. And we wish you <laughs> the same thing that happened to us with you as our son. Now, I don't know if that was good or bad. Um, I'll take it as a, uh, as a good, good advice. And that's going to happen to you one day. You're going to grow up. You're going to have a family. And you're going to have to make decisions like I have to make decisions. Um, whether they do the homework, uh, their dietary requirements, what they eat. Because yeah. I try to get you healthy food. Right? Yeah. That's the important thing. So, uh, one day, young man, and now we just got, we shot this. So one day you can look at this in 20 some odd years and you'll say, boy, my dad was right. You know, the holidays are coming up and you got to get everybody a special gift. You know that? Yeah. Can I make a suggestion? Yes. There's a new book coming out. It's called Unlocking the Secrets of Successful Parenthood. That sounds like a great book to buy and give to all your friends. What do you think? Yeah. You know who wrote the book? Who? Uh, guess. I'm, 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 okay. I'm going to give you three guesses, okay? The wall. No. That you're a guitar. No, I'm going no. to give you A, B, or C. All right? The book was written by Abraham Lincoln, George Washington, or James Doubleson. Now, think before. James Washington. I mean, George Washington. George Washington, no. It was written by your daddy. And that's why. That is Abraham Lincoln. Well, Abraham Lincoln's my nickname because, you know, I wear that big hat for Halloween and the beard. I grow my beard out really long. And remember what Abe, Abe Lincoln 
always said, I forgot what he always said. He said, don't go to the theater. No. He said, I cannot tell a lie. No, that was George Washington. Hmm. If anybody knows, email me at james at dad at 65. What is it called? What? Give me the whole thing. See if you know it. Dot com. And if you want to email Aaron, he doesn't have an email address. So you can email it to me at Aaron. Yeah. James. James at dad at 65 dot. Wow. The kid's, kid's a genius. Very, very good. Um, do you have anything else to add before uh, we bring on um, Denise Williams? No. No? Oh. But no, 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 you can't go. Stay here. You're on the show. Jeez. Welcome back. This is James Duddleson at dadat65.com. You can email me, james at dadat65.com. I read every single email. Last week we, re we received, I think it was three. I only read two because I was very busy, but I will get to the next one. So every email I will personally read and I will not personally answer any of them. Um, Today's guest is a very special guest. I have the uh, incredible Denise Williams. But before I really introduce her, there's a couple of trivia things I want to tell you about her, which I didn't even know. Do you know Family Ties, the TV series? I hope I'm right in this, too. One of the most successful TV series that Denise and one other person, I'll tell you, Johnny Mathis, sang the opening theme song. I never knew that. And I watched that show. And I remember this, the, I, I don't remember the theme song too well, but it always set a tone for the show. And another trivia, did you know that Denise Williams has more Grammys than I do? That's, <laughs> that's it. Let me introduce my friend, Denise Williams. Hello, Denise. Hello there, James. Good to be with you. Good for you to be here. What we're going to talk about today is life on the road. I mean, I know... As a, you know, when I got into the film business, I did a lot of traveling. Mm -hmm. But you as a superstar appearing everywhere, having four kids, boys, which I know are difficult. How I, I want to know, how did you manage that? Well, quite honestly, when I first started with Stevie Wonder and I had the two sons, I mean, I, I got off an airplane in L.A. with a 14-month-old and a two-month-old going to a job with Stevie. And so when we'd be traveling and singing, I would take the boys with me in the beginning. On all the trips? On, on most of the trips. Wow. And his girlfriends would be in the wings with the kids watching the kids. So I started that. And then my mom said, that is not going to work. So my mom actually left Indiana, moved out to L.A. And while I toured, my mom took care of my kids. And I have to tell you, that's the only way I could have done it because... Your kids are so precious until you just can't turn them over to anybody. So when my mom said that she would come out and, you know, relocate to Los Angeles to help with the kids, that was a huge, huge part of me being freed up in my heart, you know, to release them to somebody that I know that was going to, you know, love them and take care of them and spank them the same way I would. You spank them the same way you would? <laughs> yeah. You know, I used to, when I used to travel, it was great. I was getting away from the kids. I mean, you know, 
thank God I'm going away. But after about two to three days, I mean, I really miss them. Yeah. And I call. But, you know, today, now with young Aaron, we have um, the Zooming. We got the, you know, the FaceTime. Yeah. So, I, you know, all day long, you know, he, and sometimes all day long, he does call me. Yeah. I'm in Europe. And it's Aaron, and I can't, yeah. you know, I'm in a meeting, but, you know, it's my son calling me. I have to say, excuse me, I've got to uh, take this call. Yeah. It's Aaron, you know, Daddy, would you buy me? <laughs> you know, when are you coming home? Would you buy me? <laughs> but would you buy me first? But one thing he always said, he said, I don't want any airplane, airport gifts. Okay. Which means I really had to go out to a store. Just go pick something up at the airport yeah. at the gift shop, you know. Yeah, well, he's particular. Yeah, very, very particular. Okay. Uh, so... Now these four kids, so you have the two kids. Mm -hmm. Now you have two more kids. Now you got yeah. four kids. Yes. Now how was that? Um, was pretty. I mean, it put, went pretty easy because my husband was staying home. He wasn't traveling with me a lot, and my mom was still with me. You know, so the combination of those two really helped. And a lot of times I would bring the kids with me. I I never forget. I was doing this uh, Christmas tour called The Colors of Christmas. And about one week in, I started moping around, and the um, producer said, what's the matter with you, Denise? And I said, I, I miss my kids. And the next thing I know, the next day, my mom and my two sons showed up. He surprised wow. me. He brought them out on the road. He said, anything to get her to sing in those four octaves. I don't care. <laughs> bring, bring the kids and her mom. And they came out. So a lot of times, you know, I did that. But then I remember I was at my... Um, I was at my house one day and I told my oldest son, Ken, to do something. And he turned around and looked at my mom as if to say, you know, to get her permission or get her opinion on whether he should actually follow what I told him. And when I saw that, I said, that's it. And so that's when I began to back off from touring. I started to stay home. I said, mm -mm, I'm the mom here. You know, I know, you know, your grandmother's been here, but I start to feel like, I was traveling too much and I was really being eased out of their lives as far as whether or not my opinion counted. Right. So I took off from the road. I took off about seven years doing very, very minimal touring. I chose the family over my career. And uh, as they've gotten older, mm -hmm. they don't really, uh, not that they don't need you anymore. It's just that they're more independent. Yes. But I know you got uh, grandchildren. Yes. I have nine grandchildren. Nine grandchildren. And six great grandchildren. Now, I've met your granddaughter. Yes. Gosh, beautiful. Yes. It was at um, uh, Aaron's birthday party just about three years ago. About three years ago, yeah. 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 The family is growing, and it's very interesting. You know, when um, I never forget when my oldest son told me that, you know, he and his wife are having a baby. I just broke down in tears. Was this the first one? The first one. Okay. I cried. I, I, I said, Mom, I need to talk to you. And I had, I'll never forget, I had on this little short mini dress, some brogan boots, you know, and some socks and his hat. And I said, I'm going to be a grandmother. You know, my grandmother, you know, her boobs came down to here and she had her stockings was tied in a knot on the side. I'm not ready. She said, don't change a thing. Just be who you are. And it has been tremendous. You know, I just told the kids, my name is Nana. Anybody call me grandma, I'm going to act like I don't know you. <laughs> I'm going to leave you in the store. But it's been tremendous, you know, to be a part of, of their lives. I mean, there are four generations of my family now. You know, there are four generations with me as head. 
but it's difficult to be in the business and be a parent at the same time. It's a very delicate balance. Well, how do they feel now when they see you performing? I mean, when they saw you as a kid performing, they say, yeah. that's my mom, or they say, I'm tired, I want to go back to the room, or I'm hungry, or... I think that they got a lot of fun out of it. My younger two sons would come out on the stage and dance with me, um, you know, and sing with me. Uh, my uh, son number three goes on the road with me and he sings and son number two goes out on the road and he's a road manager. So they kind of grew up in the business, you know, like Aaron is growing up in the business. Right. The kids, they grow up in the business, you know, their friends are Stevie Wonder's kids or Ray Parker Jr.'s kids. You know, they grow up in that environment and they just, I mean, they love it. They, you know, watched me go all these years and started out with those two kids and still was able to do a lot and, and to accomplish a lot. But it's not easy as right. well as, you know, you know, can say. And it's not easy. And also being a, a, a woman on the road with the children is, is not easy. But it worked for me. I was able to do it. A lot of prayer for me went into it. But it worked. Well, what place did you love performing out of all the venues that you you played is there one venue you say that was the venue you know i love performing in london and overseas because they have such an appreciation well i'm gonna us. back up i know the bbc voted you the top gospel singer they did yeah oh no you didn't know that no uh -huh. <laughs> Soul, excuse me, soul, soul, yeah, soul. Okay, gospel soul. Uh huh. Well, I went but over you, to. But you didn't know that, did you? I didn't know that. You know, I mean, it, it's probably it's difficult as long as you and I have been in the business to keep up with everything you know that happens with us and then with the awards and the accolades and stuff. So I know I went over to London to do a theater piece. And the theater piece ended about six weeks later. And as I was about to come back home, and actually I had three of my four sons with me in London. Wow. And um, the first two years of my youngest sons, they were in school in London. And as I was about to leave and come back home, a producer from the BBC approached me and said, we really would like to offer you a radio show. And um, I said, Okay. He said, yeah, he says, we don't have the contemporary gospel music that you guys have in the United States. And we think you would be a great host to introduce that. So I ended up staying in London with three of my four sons. We lived there for three and a half years. Wow. And um, I just love how they know things about me that I have totally forgotten. You know, I have people that will walk up to me and say, oh, you did so-and-so in 19, you know, 80, and, I, and I'm like you. I say, I did? Oh, no, I didn't know. And they'll tell you, and they're really very huge fans of the music and the artists. And I mean, I made a song in high school because my music teacher owned a record store, and he came in heard, and heard me singing by an Aretha Franklin song one day and asked my mom if he could bring some people over from Chicago. So I recorded this little song, forgot all about it. And I still have people over there that say, oh, I have your song, Love is Tears, and you were Denise Chandler. And I said, you didn't? I said, well, you got a copy of something that I don't have. You know? <laughs> so, it's just very interesting how they, how they treat you and how they honor the music. So. I say, I, I love performing over here. I really do. But I love the fan base on the other side of the pond because they are so much into 
what we do. See, I think it's really cool also that your sons work for you, which, yeah. you know, so you get to see them all the time. You know, nothing like a good family squabble. Um, <laughs> Those happen. <laughs> let me ask you, I, I, what are you working on now? I know you're working on something which is, I found was really fascinating. When we, uh, last time we were together, you were telling me about um, I just put out uh, a new project called Gemini. So that's on all your streaming uh, sources that you can go and get Gemini. Um, I told you that I'm working on a theater piece. I'm yeah. co-producing a theater piece called Live at the Crescendo Club starring Ella Fitzgerald, Sarah Vaughn, and Pearl Bailey. And I'm so excited about this piece. Years ago when I lived in Calabasas, California. Did you know I lived there? Yeah, I think, yeah, we did. We never met though, but, but I lived in Calabasas. And um, I had a friend in New York whose father owned the largest copying, music copying service there. And he would go in the studio with all of these artists. And I remember one time he asked me, he said, Denise, sing this uh, sheet music for me. I want to make sure I've done this correctly. And I looked on it, and they were recording it for Sarah Vaughn. And I sang the song. I said, but I told him, I can't sing this Sarah Vaughn song. He said, sure you can. So I sang it. And the next two days, I think they were in the studio with her. So his daughter and I became very close. And she called me one day and said, oh, I'm coming out to California. And I'm having dinner at Sarah Vaughn's house. I said, listen do not go there and don't take me. I said, I have to go and meet Sarah Vaughn. So short story is, as she did take me, Sarah Vaughn cooked for us. She lived in Calabasas and we only lived like three blocks away from each other in Calabasas terms. So I got a chance to meet her and sit at her feet and, you know, wow. just listen. And then one day at the Grammys, uh, I was there and I heard somebody say, oh, Ella Fitzgerald came in. So, honey, I played like a linebacker. I know I knocked over at least five people getting to Ella Fitzgerald. And I said, Miss Fitzgerald, I've grown up listening to I love you so much, your voice, your tonation. And I said, I'm just so happy to meet you. And she said, I can tell by your, your um, speaking voice that you have a lovely voice as well. And so I said, thank you. So I did get a chance to meet her. Never met Pearl Bailey. But I believe these back, the stories and the music of these women need to be told. So hopefully by 2022, the end of it, we'll be out doing that. Um, I've opened up a, I'm opening up a coffee shop. I know, because I'm looking forward to free coffee. Is the coffee as good as the coffee that I make? Yeah. Uh, well, we, I'll bring it over and we'll test it out and see. Right, okay. Right, right. <laughs> Get the official model. Now, the coffee shop is in Rainbow and... Sahara. Just, Sahara, Sahara and Rainbow. Sahara. And here in Las Vegas. What are you going to charge for a cup of coffee? I mean, you know. You know, I don't know. what uh, I'm going to sit down You go to these son. places, they're so expensive. I, I don't want to buy stock in the company. I just <laughs> want a cup of coffee. I mean, God. Well, Jeez. we'll try our best to be reasonable because we really want the people to come in and, and enjoy themselves. Our our baristas have on halter tops and Daisy Duke shorts. So Really? Yeah. That's what there, my yeah. son wanted. So that's <laughs> what we did. <laughs> and you serve food there too, right? And, well, just a little cake pops and some croissants and things like that. That's good. That's yeah. Good. I'm very excited. It's called the Culture Coffee Company. And when does it open? Uh, it opens up next month. So I guess that's going to be a new place to meet. Yeah. yeah okay. There you go. Okay. There you go. That sounds good. So a lot, you know, a lot going on. There's a lot going on. A couple of balls up in the air, but it's it's good. Life is good, and that's that's the important thing. Life is good. Um, I'll tell you a little bit what I'm doing. I'm doing a concert. I'm going on world tour. Um, no, no, I'm going, I'm going nowhere. I'm going nowhere. 
you travel from time to time. I no, mean, you you, you, you've been, uh, you, you haven't gone to uh, the film festival lately, but no. you'll be going, you think you you'll know, be going back to the film festival? Probably, maybe next year. If uh, I, I, you know, I don't know, but I love being home. Yes. You know, I, you know with Aaron taking care of him. Uh, mm hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's a wonderful job, you know, getting him up in the morning, making him breakfast, <laughs> making him lunch, driving to school, going to that car line. Oh, my God. Yeah, the car lines are, yeah. I've done a couple of those with my grandkids. But I'm time. the first one in the car line. Yesterday, I got there 45 minutes early. early. So I'm number one. And, of course, he's the last one out of the darn school. <laughs> and I'm the first one there. Oh, my gosh. What's because he's visiting and being social and yeah, doing I mean, his little thing. Yeah, you know. So what I was thinking I'm going to do is go there at night, leave my car, <laughs> take, take an Uber home. Okay. And we Uber back in the morning. We're the first ones there. Yeah, there you go. Or, or we could just spend the night in the car. Yeah, we get a, like a little camping thing. And uh -huh. just... Get a blanket, some pillows, and yeah, get your yeah. little, you know, thermal, your drinks, put your picnic basket in there, and, and you'll be good. Yeah, we'll stop by the coffee shop to get the coffee. What, what time right. do you open, though? We're going to open at uh, 6 in the morning, 6 a.m. Mm -hmm. And what time do you close? 7? 7, seven in the o'clock. <laughs> at night? At night. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. It's you know, it's exciting. I I always had such a creative mind like you. You know, we're both songwriters. Um, you produce films, you produce television, all the creative things you do. You know, as creative people, our mind is always, you know, always ticking, always going. And um, it, I, I like that about us. I like that about you. I like that about me. That the creative mind is is always going, and there's all and because of that, there's always something to do. Well, there's a question I want to ask you. Um, in the video, let's hear it for the boys. Mm -hmm. Where's that that uniform? You still have that uh, outfit that you wore? Uh, I have only one outfit left from that video, uh, okay. and I just donated it to the Hard Rock Casino in Gary, Indiana. I have that dress still, and um, because I'm from Gary, Indiana, right. they wanted to have something of mine up there, so they have the only dress I have left from that video at the Hard Rock Casino in Gary, Indiana, and I did the guitar smash, James, with uh, Marlon Jackson and Tito Jackson, and it was good until after we did the smash thingy, then all of the um, fireworks went up behind us. And all I could think about is, Lord, don't let my hair catch on fire. You know what happened to Michael? Don't yeah, let my hair catch yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it was fun. And so, yeah, that's the only thing that I have left. But at least it's, you know, in posterity, it's up in the casino. When I'm in I Gary, I'll have to go there, there you go. and see the dress. Yeah, see or you can just send me a picture. Okay. Um, I want to thank you for being on the show. Thank you. It's terrific Bye. seeing you. I haven't seen you in days. Yeah. And um, <laughs> and that's it. Um, uh, if you like the show, go to our website, dadat65.com, D-A-D-A-T-65.com, and register. Yes. It's free. It doesn't cost anything. And you get all our videos. You know who our guests are on our upcoming shows. You can watch some of the past shows. Um, and some of those shows, I look really, really good. Um, and you can see Aaron beating them up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially the episode with Spanky, but no, we, we didn't no. shoot that one. No. I no. want to thank Anna Clavel, our producer, director of the show. And until uh, our next show, stay safe. Yes, stay well. Bye.